Welcome. I am a small, fuzzy, middle-aged woman, unexpectedly named Turl Kronberg. And in the very front of my brain, I have an exceptional little bit that I call the wise turtle. She is the most thoughtful, observant, and compassionate part of me. And this podcast is her platform for speaking to the world. Her aim is to try to understand the patterns of growth in the universe and use those discoveries to help us all uncover the most important, inspiring story of who we are and where we want to go as Earthlings. I hope that you enjoy her musings. Namaste. Entropy is provocative. That word just kind of came to me, provocative, when I decided to make this podcast. And then I looked it up in the dictionary. And what I found was kind of surprising because I had already known that the idea of provocative was like, you know, to provoke, which was, you know, something like annoying. And then I looked it up in the dictionary, and sure enough, the first thing it said was causing annoyance, anger, or another strong reaction, especially deliberately. But then there was another entry, and it says arousing sexual desire or interest, especially deliberately. Well, to be blunt, that's what I meant. Entropy, really. In the end, the laws of the universe, all reality, really all comes down to sex, procreation. That's what I think anyway. I see this universe as being a provocative one, a procreative one. And not just with genes, but with all matter and energy. I mean, we know about the genes. We know about this evolution process with biological organisms where copies of things can be made. And we have the the two different kinds of copying things and making new things. We have the very simple photocopy style copying where asexual reproduction happens, where one thing literally just makes a copy of itself and puts it out there, makes a new copy of itself. And then there's sexual reproduction, which is, well, the fun part. It's where two compatible and complementary, similar but different, things, patterns, packets of information kind of 
come together and intertwine and then make something new out of that, but a new combination, parts of one plus parts of another one combine in a totally novel way that never existed before. So these are the two processes where new things can be made. We have the sort of viral form where things just make more copies of itself. And then we have the, the creative sexual way. And this exists in the universe everywhere. As far as I can tell, it's the entire universe. It what makes everything. Entropy, the laws of reality, these two processes where things come apart and then the parts, the fractions, the fractals, the little bits of the existing stuff reform and recombine in new ways to form more complex, more interesting, more novel things. And that's procreation. But that's procreation of everything, matter and energy, all the patterns in existence. The beginning, the beginning of time, before time, the singularity, low entropy, nothing interesting is happening. It's all pure, complete, compressed matter and then emptiness because there's no kinetic energy before time beginning of the universe where there's basically everything and nothing but everything is condensed completely perfectly into a singularity a single point of unmoving everything but nothing at the same time and then outside of that is also sort of everything but nothing uh, at the same time. But then something provokes it. I don't know what. We don't know what. Something provocative happens. Something changes. There's a little wobble. And everything explodes into something else. Into complexity, into fractions and fractals and, and branches and everything that's interesting and how that happens as far as I can tell is this very simple process of dividing the singularity divided it was no longer a singularity but it didn't just divide it divided and recombined and then there were three things there was the emptiness, there was the nothingness, and then there was the everythingness, and then there was this sort of not pure everythingness and not pure nothingness, but complexity. And then that just keep, kept happening. Entropy, evolution, kept taking the things apart and then recombining them. Natural selection and random mutation. The natural selection where things are complementary so that the, the divided pieces, the parts, they need to be similar but complementary. They need to be different but also similar enough to fit together like puzzle pieces where 
one of them fits with the other one, but they're similar enough that, well, that they, they do fit together, that they, they are compatible. But they're also complementary in that one of them does something that the other one doesn't, so they, they nestle, they combine. And then random mutation is how they divide up. I don't know how it works. Do you know how it works? I don't know how it works on any level. When in the genes, my mom and my dad's genes came together and formed me, but it was a random process. I, d I didn't just get a complete copy of my dad and a complete copy of my mom. I got half of their genes and each of them were randomly selected, not arbitrarily, but randomly. I didn't just get a an arbitrary dump of half of their genes, but it was the complementary random process that gave me just the right combination of genes so that they worked together. And I don't know how that works, but it does work. And it works mimetically too. Memes, ideas. I don't just mean the funny little I can has cheeseburger memes of the internet. I mean all ideas, all combinations of information, packets of ideas, packets of words, packets of stories. These things can also reproduce and they can reproduce both asexually and sexually. The viral memes, the viral ideas that come into our heads that we give one another and we repeat exactly or almost exactly as they were given. The words we learn, we learn the same words, many of us. That's how we use language. They're shared words that we've memorized, that we know mean basically the same thing to one another. An apple is an apple. They're different apples, but if we know the word apple, we generally have an idea of what we mean when we say apple, even if it's on the other side of the planet. Our songs, our poetry, our stories that we repeat, the fairy tales, they're almost identical. They're reproducing virally exactly as they are. That's asexual reproduction of ideas. And it's beautiful. It's, it connects us. But then we diverge by having sexual reproduction of ideas. Your ideas come into my mind and then they play around. They dance. They don't get copied exactly. Somewhere between them, they mix up their little memes, they mix up their code and create something totally new. They reproduce sexually. They're compatible and complementary and they intertwine and produce some totally novel idea, technology, philosophy, art. They make something more complex, more interesting. And they do that by randomly mutating. So your idea is over there and my idea is over there and somewhere between the two, but not exactly between the two, some random space 
somewhere else. Not exactly between the two, but above or below or around between the two. Creates a third point, a third perspective, something novel, a new dimension, a new idea. And that's amazing. That's evolution. That's entropy. Not just genetically, but everything, everything in the universe combines and divides and then combines and divides and combines and divides. And some of the time, much of the time, most of the time, probably, it isn't just making copies of itself, but it's making novel things, a third dimension between the two, but not exactly between the two, some random, not arbitrary, but random, complementary, compatible, new thing gets formed. It's fractal, it's, com it's, it's more complex, it's more interesting, it's new. It's the future. And while the suns come apart and form planets out of the broken materials of the sun, and then the planets start to fall apart a little bit and form new things called life, and then life comes apart a little bit and forms new things called technology and art and culture and rocket ships and bicycles, and stuffed animals, and microphones, and flowers. Wait. <laughs> Plastic flowers. Drawings of flowers. Copies of flowers. Humans sexually reproduce. And then asexually reproduce flowers. <laughs> It's all wonderful. It's all beautiful. It makes me feel alive to know that your ideas and my ideas are forming new ideas. And that also your ideas are just directly going into my, my mind and being copied completely exactly or almost completely exactly so that I can say the same things you say or think the same thing you think as similarly as possible. And that's the core of monogamous relationships where we share the same thoughts and then of course there's the polygamous mm, polyamory relationships where we combine with many many thoughts many different minds and both of them are beautiful both of them are important in my physical life, I think I'd prefer to be monogamous. But in my intellectual life, I love being polygamous. I love getting together with many different minds. Because your ideas are beautiful. And I think my ideas are beautiful too, at least to some of you. I think because you're listening to this, you probably think so too. And I think we're probably compatible and probably complimentary. So please continue to share your ideas with me. And I hope you find the ideas that I share 
compatible and complementary with your ideas. And that some new ideas form from between the two of us, but not exactly between the two of us, somewhere up above where the two ideas meet and create a third dimension, a new way of experiencing the universe, a new perspective on life, a new way of living. Thank you so much for everything that you offer the world and for appreciating me, if you do. I'd love to hear from you if you want to share anything. My email is thewiseturtle at gmail.com. I can be found on Reddit as username turl, T-U-R-I-L dot, uh, sorry, just T-U-R-I-L is the username. Uh, you can also find my blog where this podcast lives at turl.org, T-U-R-I-L dot O-R-G. That'll direct you there. And you can also find me on Twitter these days. Um, I found a whole bunch of really interesting people to share ideas with and give both mimetic procreation and asexual and sexual ways. And, uh, and also found some just, just some good, cool emotional stuff too. So you can find me there on Twitter at, uh, you can look me up as Turl Kronberg, or you can more easily probably find me by typing in the wise turtle and, uh, look for my brain. That is my brain. It's a cute brain. I like my brain. I like your brain too. Namaste.